Welcome to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show on Building Fortunes Radio with your host, motivational speaker Greg Dwyer. Be sure to check out Greg at www.gregdwyer.com. That's www.gregdwyer.com. Now on to our show. Take it away, Greg. Okay, so today is December 10th, 2023. Now I know what you're thinking. What is the new year going to hold for me? You know, you can reflect back. You can think about this year, the last 12 months, but we only have like 20 some odd days left. And as we get closer and closer to the winter solstice, and then we start moving into the new year, if you're like me, you're going to be thinking, what is the new year going to have for me? How is it going to unfold? So I'm excited. My guest today, Meredith Trosper, she's going to talk about divination. Now, I talk about divination around Halloween, but divination around Christmas, this time of year, is very, very historic. So Meredith, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you, Greg. I'm happy to be here. So tell us the backstory. I mean, I know that someone just doesn't figure this out automatically. There has to be a backstory of how you got involved in divination and how you got involved specifically with tea leaves. So tell us the backstory. Yeah, so the backstory started with um, teaching English in Southeast Asia and just having a love for tea. So then my love for tea grew into, wow, you know, uh, I spend all day with these kids teaching uh, English as a second language. Um, Why not have this time to create a new curriculum around uh, symbols and tea leaves and use it as a way to um, teach English? And so I parlayed it into another creative exercise, I guess. And um, I had more fun than my students, I think, had with it and and then realized, uh, hey, this is something I can do uh, with adults on my off time when I'm not teaching English. (laughs) So how long does it take a person like you to be an expert, to be able to read tea leaves? Because I've never you know, done it. I used to read palms years ago in high school. I don't really know that much about it. But when it comes to this art form or this tradition, how long does it take for a person to really know what they're doing? Yeah, I would say it takes a good few, um, I mean, years. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of hours, maybe. Um, Okay. Because the thing is, you know, this divination practice has been around since um, the beginning of tea when tea was uh, tea, a tea leaf, you know, a tea leaf started, tea, tea started in China around the Yunnan mm-hmm. province. And tea leaf reading um, kind of took off with the Romani gypsy cultures and it made its way all the way up to England and even Scotland. And... Mm-hmm. Um, and it was women and, and having tea with their friends and sharing tea readings and deciphering the symbols and um, tassiography. Tass comes from the French word cup and then uh, writing or studying of symbols. Um, it's just, it, uh, it's, it's, it's fascinating because it really does take a lot of time, I think, um, 
I would I would spend I think maybe an hour a day over the course of years sipping tea and deciphering my own leaves before I ever started um, doing it for others. Um, but it really comes down to um, trusting yourself, and it's a focus exercise. It's a mental health tool. It's uh, a way to um, discover your own intuition, and it's a it creates unity, connection. Um, tea, unlike the coffee beverage, tea um, people come together and take time out for themselves, and they want to hear and talk and talk story. Uh, whereas I feel like coffee creates a whole different energy and lifestyle. You, you drink coffee because. You have a to-do list. You have to go to work. You have a meeting to attend. And so um, coffee became, uh, started to go further and further away from from my lifestyle, and and it just became more about tea and taking time out for myself in between students and whatever else. So, um, so yeah. Fascinating. So I did this lecture back in October on the topic of Halloween, and one of the things I talked about was Halloween is deep in tradition of divination, specifically young ladies hundreds of years ago, hey, am I going to make it through the winter? Am I going to marry somebody? Is someone going to come into my life? Am I going to have a big enough dowry? You know, we're talking 100, 200 years ago, people were concerned about those things. And they would look to tea leaves or they'd look to apples or they'd look to mirrors. Um, how much of this tradition are you familiar with, with the Halloween concept of, you know, finding the love of your life, looking at a bunch of teas and say, oh, I have the perfect person for you, you know? Yeah, I love witchy tea readings. And um, they, be, they, they can be more entertainment than anything. But um, I really, truly believe there's some – there's some truth in all this. Um, you also don't want to ask too many questions that are um, not within our, uh, I mean, like, you don't want to ask, like, am I going to win the lottery, you know, or, you know, you, it, you want it to be somewhat truth-based and, and allow uh, allow yourself to really uh, dig deep down into, like, what do I need to know? Like, what is really important right now in the moment that I'm not focusing on or that I'm letting go or that I'm pushing off, push, pushing off to the side. But with CT readings and, you know, entertaining type readings are, are, are fun. I think we can get a lot out of it. And if anything, you can laugh at the end of the day and uh, <laughs> yeah. make something mean something that, that you didn't, you know, I, I can, can hold on to this animal in my cup for the for the entire week until I see it show up in my reality again and then try to make it mean something. So, um, it, yeah, it's, it, it's fun nonetheless. It's entertaining. So, it so tell, tell me some go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, yeah, so if you're, you know, if you're having fun with this and you are asking questions, you're, you're kind of allowing your brain to kind of reprogram itself, too, in a in a fun, happy, happy manner. So um, there's a lot of positive things to this, I think. So, so tell me some stories, either your personal life or readings that you've done for entertainment 
or things that have happened that have been really synchronistic or coincidental, you know, that really things that you could share. Yeah. You know, right now I have this tea right in front of me brewing and I put butterfly pea flower in it and I put hibiscus in it. And okay. I, it's, it's still kind of swirling. And I, for those of you that can't see any video, I, I'm using a dual-walled glass uh, beaker-type cup. And then I have a little magic wand straw. And then I let the leaves just swirl um, inside of this cup and kind of condensate and kind of let steep. Um, but, um, yeah, like, so I host campers in the summertime um, on my property in Montana, and it's open to anybody that goes on to hoopcamp.com or, or can find me on Google or Airbnb. Um, so I, one time I got um, a pretty interesting uh, set of campers, and they came in for tea reading into my shop. And one gal's name, uh, well, her name happened to also be Meredith. So she found it fascinating that she was staying on the land of another Meredith. Um, but what we also didn't know, there was another guy um, with her middle name that she could not have made up. Um, his name was Ray. So I had me, Meredith, I had him, Ray, and then we had this magic camper named Meredith Ray. And she had probably one of the most fascinating um, symbols in her cup, and she was drinking the butterfly pea flower, which is an herbal tea. And, um, and after she sipped all the tea and the leaves remained, what stuck to the inside of the glass was a beautiful hummingbird. Um, and, you know, I just can't make this stuff up. It's like I, I, I like to say I just read the tea leaves because, um, it really is like the symbols um, really come up with some amazing designs. And it was, I, I've, I've captured pictures and I put um, all my pictures I put up on Instagram on my site, Magic Universe of Tea. And when you say it fast, it sounds like the university and it's where we study tassiography, the art of reading symbols and tea leaves. And so Meredith Ray um, had this beautiful hummingbird. And, um, you know, at the time, I I don't keep, I wouldn't say I keep the knowledge of, like, all of the symbols. Like, what does it mean to have a hummingbird in your cup? This is, but, um, but what it comes down to is what does, what does the, there's the seer and the sitter and the person seeing into the cup and then the one seeing and receiving the, the, the reading. And she, um, it's really about what, you know, the sipper and the and the sitter um, see in their cups, too, and how does it make you feel? If you're sipping mm-hmm. tea at home right now, um, you know, you're swirling the tea leaves, um, you know, what do, what do you see in your cup, and what, what does that symbol make you feel? Um, and then you think about, like, all the characteristics of, like, what does this, you know, how, do, how does it relate to me in my own life? Um and um, I guess the takeaway was I just liked the connection of the parallel of uh, the fact that she was sitting here with a Meredith and a Ray. And, 
And then hummingbirds are, are birds, which are messengers. Um, and, um, you know, I think oftentimes you have to, like, get back in touch with uh, – I have to get back in touch with my tea reader, uh, my clients, because um, she went back to Texas. Uh, she flew back to Texas. Uh, she's a fellow – she's a teacher. And um, – and uh, I guess I would have to find out what she's up to right now. If there's, <laughs> but just a little synchronicity of just like things sometimes happening around you in your reality that are are um, directly related to you in different parallel ways. It's kind of unique and fascinating. Um, it kind of kind of reminds me of shamanism, like you know, and I don't know that much about it. My friend Doug O'Brien does uh, a lot of this kind of work, but you know, this idea that you go into a meditative state and you you start seeing visions of crows or birds, or like you just posted something the other day about turkeys in your front yard, and it's like, well, maybe <laughs> this is a sign, you know, maybe uh, how much of that, you know, might be part of this, you know, that. The more you get in touch with nature, the more you get in touch with yourself, the more you get in touch with your focus of what's really important, signs start showing up maybe and you get confirmations in the leaves. Or am I way off? What do you think? Yeah, no, I think the brain, I think there's a lot of fascinating things that we're still learning about the brain and how it interacts with reality. And, um, you know, I would have to do a little bit more research myself on 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 this stuff, but um, I, it's fascinating to see how the mind works. And I, I did have a college professor tell me a long time ago, you know, if you're wanting to buy a car uh, and, you, you know, you pick whatever, Toyota, Hyundai, whatever one you pick that you're interested in, chances are it's going to start showing up in your reality more and more and more. That's just how the brain works. You, you focus in on something and it, it's now, um, it's now relatable. It's um, something that you, you're, you're used to seeing. So you're going to recognize it in your reality. So yeah. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, well, um, uh, we have 15, we have 15 minutes left. So tell me how much time you need to brew your little cauldron there. Like, what what is your time frame? Yeah, you can do it now. So this is tea, and it's been brewing for about 10 minutes, and it has the butterfly okay. tea flower from grown in Thailand, and I I have some hibiscus, uh, which so this is a floral blend. It looks and, purple. Um, it looks purple when you poured it. Yeah, it looks purple. I mean, I was going to um, do a little forecast into what we can expect in 2024. And so I happen to use some, some blue leaves and some red leaves. And um, and now it's just a, a, a beautiful swirl of, of purple. So, now, now, before you um, dive, dive into this, I, I want to talk, talk with you about your retreats because this seems yeah. all tied in. Like, you're, you're from... You're from Alaska originally, or, or am I uh, have that right? I was born in Montana. Um, okay. And uh, that my family moved us up to um, Alaska, so I, I grew up mainly in Alaska, probably for most okay. of my majority of my schooling was took okay. place in Alaska. Okay, and you also did some work. You also did some work in LA and California, tied in there too, right? 
and now you're back mm-hmm. out in out in the country mm-hmm. and you're connected and you have this sauna and you have this retreat place and uh, are you doing like health seminars with your your business there? What are you doing? I'd love to hear more about what you're doing other than the tea mm-hmm. reading. I started attending um, a Get Well retreat in conjunction with a few local leaders. So we have a yoga instructor, a static dance instructor, a, a couple of uh, health food um, cooks, chefs that enjoy um, making raw plant-based food. And um, I think we're on day 10 or 11 of our Get Well mm-hmm. retreat, so, um, which started with uh, a three-day fast and then a three-day juice cleanse and then we started to implement salad and you could have cooked veggies and whatnot but I'm I'm still abstaining from alcohol and uh, I guess whatever else any I mean I I sugars mainly I'm trying to stay away from sugars and alcohol right and, and, and alcohol into sugar right Right. And so the best yeah. way to do that is to keep drinking tea. And so I've um, I've managed to find, uh, like, a, a really good Moroccan mint. Um, I have a, an oolong that's very citrusy. I call it my um, mimosa oolong. I have uh, this floral, floral blend with the butterfly pea flower, which um, has a natural... Um, Butterfly pea flower is a beautiful cobalt blue, and it's a natural pH indicator, which means it'll change um, different colors based on if it has an acid or a base. So if it has a lemon juice added to it, it'll change um, to purple, almost bright pink, um, a base like adding mint or maple syrup will give it more of a green turquoise color. And that's kind of fun. I, I always I tend to swirl back to tea, whatever whatever you ask me. That always goes. Always so goes back so to if, tea. If, if if people want to have a spot of tea with you, um, could they actually do something over Zoom with you? Like, I mean, you're in Montana. There's people listening in Connecticut. There's people listening all over. Could they actually dial you up on Zoom and you could do a session with them? Yeah, you know I. Um, I have WhatsApp, or I can do it on um, Instagram, and then okay. Zoom. I think I'll start doing more in 2024, and um, okay. and I also would um, like for about sixty dollars, I send out a tassiography tea rating kit, so you get a bunch of samples of tea that I've chosen, and one of my dual walled uh, glasses, and uh, a little tea straw wand, and then you can sip swirl the tea. Um, and then, then I can video call you, we can, and then we can, yeah, go over the leaves together. <laughs> cool. Now, on the description, I did put your Facebook site. Is that the best way for people to find you? Because that's your, your business. Is that the best contact information? Yeah, you can reach me uh, Instagram, Magic Universe of Tea, all spelled out. Or, yeah, Facebook, Mayor's Magic Universe and Tea. And um, those are my two main sites. Probably the best way. And do most people call you Mayor or do they call you Meredith? I go by both. I like Mayor. But I like 
yeah, I guess Meredith, it's grown on me. I've, I've lived with it for quite a few years now, so, yeah, I'm yeah, used to it. Yeah, 40 years, 40 years. Okay, <laughs> so we have nine minutes left, nine minutes left. So uh, what can you tell me about, I don't know, would it be general or would it be about my future? What, what, what are we doing here? Well, generally when I do um, a tea leaf reading, I like to say welcome to my outer space for inner exploration. And I like to share like this little manifestation tea reading intention. Maybe I can um, share it with you. Um, Please. And it's, it's uh, this kind of helps set the mind. And I was going to also post this on my site so that you can also use this because I think it helps kind of clear um, the mind and bridge the unconscious with the conscious. And then it gets you into a focused mind state. It might sound like it's part of a religion or a prayer, but um, it's, uh, it's been used and it doesn't have any religious affiliation. Um, but, yeah, it is, it's from history. So it's, oh, my beloved spirit, my mighty spirit, omnipotent one, you who are filled with the power of heaven and earth, fill me with your power. Oh, my spirit, fill me with your manifested kingdom that I may be a vessel to bring forth that which is unseen in heaven to subdue that which is seen on earth. Manifest for me my daily needs that I may live to know my guilt, my doubt, my sorrow, and then realize the truth. Almighty Spirit, do not allow me to be tempted. Protect me from all that would persuade me and manifest through me, God divine. So say I, so be it to life. And then you would choose your cup, choose your tea leaves. We're all, I'm, I'm getting down to the bottom of my cup. And, um, Can I see? Let me see. Let me see. Let yeah, me see. see. Um, okay. I see the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah. I see the bottom. But, but the, are the leaves but, supposed to uh, adhere to the side? Oh, you're going to sip it until it's gone. I see. So, yeah. Sip all the way until all the liquid is gone. And this particular oh, okay. cup does a lot of leaves in it. I think I have. And oftentimes you will eat a tea leaf or two. It's good fiber. Right. Supposedly back in Salem or Boston, Massachusetts, they used to serve uh, the tea leaves on the side. You'd order your cup of tea and they'd yep. give you the tea leaves on the side with some salt and butter and and you could eat those. <laughs> If you couldn't afford a, a, a piece of bread or some fruit. Okay, well, we've got a pretty clear uh, anything can happen. I didn't really ask. What does that, that mean? There are no leaves left in the cup. <laughs> Look at that. All right, open your mouth. <laughs> your tongue is purple. <laughs> yeah. That probably means it probably means we're not going to have a lot of snow here in Connecticut this year. <laughs> well, I'm looking at you pouring that. That looks like it's pure liquid. Oh, I see some leaves going in. I see some leaves going in. One little plop go in, and I could do one more here. And then sometimes I could. Have do you like ever done that before? Have you ever done that before, where you poured it and there's nothing on the side? Yeah, and if that's the case, I usually I usually say it's, I have to hydrate and I need to drink more tea. Um, and then sometimes I do a group reading with what's left in the big decanter, 
Oh, um, yeah, I see that. I see that for sure. Oh, we got a couple of things. We got a little yin and yang. Um, Node. Got, uh, I don't know, we've got some. So you're reading, you're reading that. You're reading that rather than the cup. Yeah, I just thought it would be interesting because I poured out all the remains um, into two cups, and I thought, okay, well, that one's completely. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we have to really, I mean, to really question something that we want to know. Um, but, for, like, first it would just be, like, okay, this is what I learned about you if I was doing a one-on-one reading. It would be, okay. like, okay, this what we know about Greg and Meredith. But then we would ask a question to gain clarity and then go deeper with the second cup and the third cup. Oh, my gosh. um, I'm glad it's not alcoholic-based. I mean, two, three cups, you wouldn't (laughs) care after the fourth and fifth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let me just go deep down into the rabbit hole and see. Well, I, I like what you have on the on the uh, the glass container. I mean, it's uh, there's a lot there, no? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, sometimes these these can look like abstract objects. You know, um, I almost see a, like a state. I don't know. I see like it, I've got like this box, and it's the butterfly pea flower kind of joining in one is hanging down from the below and one's hanging up from the top and then there's like this little leaf off to the side that almost looks like an oar if it was a boat you know there's like a um so we we got four minutes we have literally we have literally four minutes on the podcast so are we going to be lifetime friends are we going to be lifetime friends let 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 the t's uh leave speak uh what's it say I mean, I think it says I'm supposed to be going to Connecticut to play some music. Yeah, and, uh... that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're coming to Connecticut. You're gonna. I don't know. I think Nashville is the place to go to be a star. But why are you coming to Connecticut in the four minutes that we have left? Tell us about that. Well, I um, happen to be recording an album and uh, at Vic Steffen Studio, which happens to be just south of New Haven, Connecticut. I've been there twice, and um, and I just love it out there. I love the place. I love um, the history, and I think that's uh, it, it's a new little adventure. And the album, the, the album, the album is 1977. Yeah, the year I was born, way wow. back in 1977. It'll be yeah, entitled Mar- I have, 1977. I have clothes that are from 1977. <laughs> it was a good year. It was a good year. 1977 was a very great year. All right, so we have two minutes left. How do folks get a hold of you if they want to do a reading or, you know, maybe they want to come out to Montana? That would be – I don't think I've ever been to Montana. Maybe my parents took me there when I was a kid, but I don't remember. I, I certainly have never been to Alaska. That's on my bucket list. Well, Montana has the Glacier National Park, um, a beautiful forest. Um, lots of grizzly bears, but you know they're. Wow. Uh, um, so I am located just south of Flathead Lake, which would be on the western side of the state, um, about two hours south of Glacier National Park. 
And um, we would do, uh, starting in June, we'll have a 21-day Get Well Retreat. Uh, and then there's camping and glamping available around an old trout farm that um, wow. my grandfather was born on. And, um, yeah, you can find me either by um, hipcamp.com or Googling Mare's Magic Universe and Tea and also Mare's Magic Trout Farm because I'm on a an old trout farm. <laughs> Excellent. So any, any last words on that uh, canter there? Any last things that uh, you see, either in the cup or the glass? We have like 30 seconds left. Anything? Okay, well, so, th so this is the past and the present. And if I were to divide the cup, I could even divide the cup into, let's say we're done 30 seconds, that's it? Yeah, we don't have enough time. You, know, you can tell us, you can say, oh, I know who the president is, but I can't tell you. <laughs> All right. Mayor, thank you so much. Thank, thank you so much. We have to run because it's going to cut us off. So thank you. You've been listening to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show, brought to you by motivational speaker Greg Dwyer on buildingfortunesradio.com. Check out Greg at gregdwyer.com. Be sure to download his ebook at gregdwyerebook.com to stay focused on what matters most to you. That's www.gregdwyerebook.com. We want to thank you for listening. Now go make a difference in your world. <laughs>